the I am is not only here this morning, but the I am is in this television screen. Those watching us on the internet, the I am is in your home this morning. He's there to meet you, to be real to you, as well as he's real to us in this building this morning. I wanted to just, just re-emphasize what I'm seeing God do here and re-emphasize the scripture teaching that has been laid aside, perhaps forgotten almost. When something in your life doesn't go away, don't blame the enemy. It's not the enemy. It's God pruning you, pruning you, cutting away that which he knows has to go. For so long, the church has blamed everything on the enemy, and yet it still goes on in our life. It is not the enemy. It is God stepping into your life. Now, pruning is painful. Pruning is cutting. But there is a purpose, and I can submit to the pruning of God because it's designed to bring more fruit. And the only way that fruit can come is for some things to be cut off in your life and in my life. It has to be stripped away. It is uncomfortable. Times is almost unpalatable. But it's God. The I am has walked into your life. The I am is here to take what is unprofitable away, to remove the emptiness, remove what he says is void, and bring life back to you and me. How can I prove that statement? I had spoken over me a couple of words not long ago from a Christian people who said, you should have retired by now. But God didn't say it. Oh, there'll come a day when I will retire. But God didn't say it to me. And yet those words spoken over me had a power. Had a power. And what God said to me was this. I've used those words to prune you. Because I want you to bear more fruit. And fruit that will remain. Retirement is not the issue. What, the issue is, will you do what I ask you to do when I ask you to do it? That's all I'm looking for. He has come to prune us. Part of that prophetic word is about pruning. 
a cutting away, but a renewing. God doesn't just take away and leave emptiness. He takes away sometimes what we think is what we need. But unless we have a living, vibrant relationship with the I am at that moment of time, it will cause confusion. It will cause us to waver. It can cause us to fail. But when I understand that the I am came and comes daily for me, I'm living under the anointing of the Creator. The creator God who creates something out of nothing. Who can change my day from being an ordinary day into a supernatural day. Who can change my health even this week. He's changed. I could not speak like this yesterday. But when the I am walked into my life this morning, when I stood there, God said, speak it out. Speak it out. Declare that I am able, more than able. Tell my people who I am. Tell them who I am. And tell them to expect the I am to do his job as the creator God in their life. First of all, he comes for you. Don't worry, you all got, every one of us has got needs and concerns. He's promised to take care of that. But first of all, he's got to meet you. And you've got to meet him as the I am. When you meet him as the I am, whatever comes your way, you can overcome it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I am convinced. I am convinced that that prophetic word is blossoming in this place. No meeting's going to look like a meeting anymore. They're going to be different. Not because we're going to make them different, because the I am is the difference. I am that I am. The I am was on the first page of the Bible. You know he's on the last page of the Bible as well. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am everything you need. We're going to do so. I'm going to step out, really step out now. I'm going to ask um, Lee, will you come? Come out here. Trev, leave the desk. Desk can look after itself now. Um, who else is there, Dan? Who else is there? Chris? We're just going to bless them publicly. John? John? Come, come together, guys. Come together. Looks like we're separated. Come together. Dan's got no idea what I'm going to do. I probably will have to resign after this. <laughs> come together, guys. Come on. Come on. Nobody missing. Uh, yeah. 
Come on, youngster. Come and stand in the middle. This man has been given as a gift to you younger guys to show you what faith can achieve, what faithfulness can bring. I said to them in a meeting this morning when they were dancing around, this is part of your reward in God. He's rewarding you this morning for the years of service that you have put in and still putting in. He's openly rewarding you. Church, there's some guys here. I'm an elder, he's an elder, he's an elder, and he's an elder, and that's it. The guys are going to become in the future potential elders. Not because we need elders, because they're going to be part of fulfilling that vision. I want you to recognize. I'd like you to reach your hands out now. That in the days to come, these guys, these guys here are going to be anointed by God. Dan, you pray. I've said enough. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. We're thankful this morning that you are the I am. And Lord, you said, I am building my church. I am building my church. Lord, it's your church. And today as a a group of guys, Lord, you are building. You're pruning but for the purpose of building. And as we enter into this next season, Lord, in in this church, your church, Lord, I I pray for wisdom, Lord, that everything that we do has to be built upon the rock, but it has to be built upon wisdom. And so, Lord, I, I ask, Lord, for a unity amongst these guys here. A unity, Lord, where you command blessing. You command a blessing where there is unity. Lord, I pray for for protection for the families. But Lord, I ask that you give us vision. Give us vision to see what you are doing. To boldness, Lord, to not be afraid. A supernatural vision that doesn't see as the world sees, that sometimes it may not make sense. But Lord, if you've said it, then we believe it. You are the I am. If you've said it, we believe it. And so Lord, I ask your anointing to fall upon these guys here. That next, this next season, we are going to see the fullness, the fullness of what you are doing in the land of the living for this community, for this city, for this nation. That, Lord, not just in this room, but I pray, Lord, in this next time that you raise up men and women in this, in this generation that will be bold. That will be bold. Lord, in in your words, you said that you are going to do a new thing, not as was done in the first church. 
in the book of Acts. That was, that was awesome. That was amazing. That was for that time, such a time as that. But Lord, I pray that this be a new season. Whatever that looks like. We may not know what that looks like at the moment, but we know that you're in it. And when you're in it, it's going to be good. Because you are determined to do us good. And Lord, you are moving and you are reigning because you are coming to seek the lost. And Lord, that has to be our purpose. In this place, it's not just here to have a good time. Although you want to bless us, Lord, it's so that the lost are saved. That our family members that are unsaved become Christian and see you. The revelation of who you are. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You are moving. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by your spirit that you build, Lord. You are building this temple, this temple, this temple, this temple, this temple. You are building your temple that we may go, that we may go. Oh, Jesus. What an exciting time, Lord. The church isn't dead. We may look pruned. By all accounts, when pruning is done properly, it looks a mess. It looks devastation. It looks like nothing's going to grow when done properly. But it's not what it looks like in the natural. And Lord, if it means pruning, if it means cutting back to more than what we think, then Lord, do it. I don't say that lightly because pruning can hurt. Pruning can be difficult. But when we know the purpose is more fruit, then Lord, we want to be obedient. We want to be obedient. We want to be an obedient eldership. We want to be an obedient church. That's better than sacrifice. Obedience is what you're looking for. And so this morning, Lord, we lay our hearts, our desires, our dreams. We even repent of things, Lord, that our own desires. And we say we want you, Lord. We want you, Lord, not my desire. Not my will be done, but your will be done. Your kingdom takes first place. Your kingdom takes first place. Thank you, Jesus. And if your kingdom takes first place, Lord, there will be victories. There will be great victories because we put you first and your kingdom. Father, thank you. Thank you because your kingdom's growing. The work of God is growing. Nothing, nothing, 
Nothing can stop, no demon can stop the spread of God's word, the spread of God's power, and the spread of God's victory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord God, we thank you this morning for, for what you are doing in this place. Amen. The foundations have led to today. The vision for what has come to the future. But God, for what you are doing now in this moment. Lord, for you are, you were, you are, and you will be to come, Lord God. Oh, Father God. Lord God, leaders, leaders where you want to take us, Lord Amen. God. Whatever that may look like, Amen. we declare in faith that we will follow. Amen. We will be obedient. Amen. We will move when you say move and we will stay still when you say stop. Amen. Lord God, rip aside our agenda. And impart it with your vision. Impart it with your schedule. And the timing may not make sense. The delay in our eyes may not make sense. But your timing is perfect. Your timing is perfect, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for what's happening today. We thank you, Lord God, what has happened before. And we thank you, Lord God, for what is to come. Yes, amen. 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 What God's doing here is preparing a new wineskin. So the old wineskin can't take the new wine. He's preparing a new wineskin because there's going to be brand new wine coming. And that's what you're seeing here this morning. This church is going to have a new wineskin. It's been brilliant what we've had in the years past, but it can't accommodate what God is planning to do here and starting to do here. Everything before was beautiful, but it's going to be more beautiful in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you want me to be honest? I was struggling for a word this, this morning. Now, I know some of you think you're never struggling for a word, but I've battled this, this week, and I haven't really had that before where I've, you know, well, maybe some of you may not have spoken, in, but I was struggling for a word, and Wendy was amazing on, on Wednesday night, and I always like to try and compliment what was done on Wednesday, because I don't want us to be contradicting each other, and so I was battling with that, and I'm thinking, God, and, and last night, I've, I've got a word, I mean, I brought, brought a rock with me this morning, so people were like, <laughs> what are you going to be doing with that this morning? And I brought other stuff to, to do, God, but I just sensed last night, I thought, I'm not sure if I'm going to bring it 
this morning. That was, that was the sensing in my spirit. And it's a little bit walking on water when you come in, because I know that sometimes I have to be prepared. And the same with Rob. You, have to be, you can't just bring something that if the meeting goes in one direction, we have to be kind of in the, in the spirit flowing to think, God, where are you taking this? And be able to complement that. And that, that is what's happened this morning. And I love what Dave brought. I want to take this something. There's something happening in, not just in this city, across on YouTube. And, and there there's, has to be a fresh revelation of who Jesus is. And I'm hearing some stuff on YouTube. I don't know if you may have heard of Joe Rogan. I don't know if you've heard of Joe. He was involved in fighting and all this kind of America. He's got about 13 million followers on YouTube. Absolutely doesn't believe in God. Absolutely, his language is terrible. It's awful. But he's got 13 million followers. But over the last few weeks, people like Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you've heard of Jordan Peterson. Someone who was an atheist had a revelation of Jesus... And he's academic, he, he can bring down arguments, he can debate like you've never seen before. And this guy was on his show, 13 million viewers. And it's not just happening once, he, he deconstructed, he, he brought the resurrection, he, he, he almost made this Joe Rogan kind of say, I want to come to church. And what I'm believing and what I'm seeing in this next season is that God is going to use social media. He's going to use in this generation to transform and reveal to the next generation who Jesus is. It has to be that. We haven't had a fresh outpouring of the revelation of Jesus for a generation. And that's what I'm seeing, that this guy, Joe Rogan, who, who like I said, he's a horrible, horrible man, in, in the, you, but, but we love him. And he gets followers because he, what he says is people tap into. But he said, this is what he said. And they never thought they would say, he said, I actually want to come to church because I see the lifestyle of some people that I know go to church makes me want to come. That's what he said. What amazing thing. What an amazing, that's our commission is to say that which Christ has done in me, I live out. I love my enemies. That's what we talked about on Wednesday and over this next week. It's loving your enemies. It's loving those who may not think the same as us. It's not exactly judging people. It's loving people. And as we live that lifestyle, people will see. People notice there's a difference in you. There's a difference. And that's what this guy said. He said it makes him want to come to church by looking at your lifestyle. That, I believe, in this next season is going to transform this, this world. Because I'm looking to say, God, it's dark out there. And we're struggling to even, this with Christmas coming up, some of us are even contemplating putting the Christmas lights on in our house. <laughs> But there's a light that doesn't need power. There's a light that is continually on a source that has his own source of power. There's a light in the world that I believe in this next generation is going to so shine forth that you, it reveals who he is. Because he's not dormant. He's not doing nothing. He's always acting. But I'm looking to say, God, where are you in this generation? And what I loved seeing this morning was the children being 
intertwine with some of the older folk, some of the middle folk. I don't know where I sit on that. <laughs> I'm maybe more of the older folk now. But as we walked around the building, it reminded me of, of Joshua. As we walked around, there was something beautiful about that. The children, the middle generation, the older generation, there was something beautiful about us walking around the building. You know, when we walked around the building, when they walked around the building, they were obedient, but God moved. God moved. And the walls fell down. And I want to tell you, in this next season, the walls are coming down. The walls of religion, the walls of fear, the walls of just ignorance of who Jesus is. Jesus, I believe, is going to be confronting people. We said in, in the word, it's saying that fresh revelations will flow. And that's what I'm looking for. It's revelation of who Jesus is. So people have to say, hey, there's something about this guy that is real. Because people are fed up with fakeness. They're fed up with fake. They want the real thing. And this Joe Rogan is, is almost without knowing it, come out saying, I don't want fakeness anymore. And if what you've got is real, then I want it. <laughs> Thanks, mum. <laughs> but don't put down what you've got. Don't despise what you've got and just think, well, that's just something small. Because what you've got this morning is powerful. It's powerful in the spirit. If only you were to fully believe it. That there are people that would be watching your lives yeah. as we go out of this place, yeah. looking to say, there's something different about you. There's something different about you. There's a different spirit about you. And I love that. I love that. It kind of feels a shame to bring it to an end. But the, can I say it? Yeah, I can say it. First of January. We're going to have a meeting here on New Year's Day, 1st of January. Me and Rob are going to be doing it together. We normally have the word for, for the year. We believe, obviously, that we're, we're believing for fullness to come from this word. But this could be almost similar to what could happen on New Year's Day. So we're going to be in this place, New Year's Day. We're going to do that. I don't know what it looks like yet, do we? don't know what it looks like. It could be messy church. But that's going to set the tone for this next season, I believe. The next season in this place. Because he's building his church. He's building. It's a time to build. And Wendy's absolutely right for us in our lives. But Jesus says, I'm building. I am building. I am building. He's the master builder. He's the master builder.